0: We want to. I really want today to be a transaction in the realm of the spirit. Um, the, the, I was chatting with with Kim and Nell earlier. to about the ecclesia. There's something powerful when we get together and we come into agreement. And today, a, uh, there's going to be a little bit at the beginning, a little bit of revision, um, and uh, a bit of re- a review. And then we need, we do. I do believe we need reformation. We do need reformation. But we have to. We have to call a spade a spade in some. Uh, well many cases to be honest um, and then I want us to really really interact with heaven I want us to, to, to make some spiritual decisions and set our heart because uh, it's a very very exciting uh, season we're in um, but we have to call things and uh, I, think, I, think, I think that a lot of reformation is needed and uh, reformation transformation and um, so Holy Spirit I thank you you are the master communicator Holy Spirit, you're the one, you are the anointing that destroys the oak. Holy Spirit, right now we welcome you to speak. Holy Spirit, anything that I've put down that you don't want or haven't, I haven't put down that you want, please, I ask for grace. Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, anything, any filters, any slumber, any religious schemas right now that would block any flow of revelation, we just bind in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we just thank you for where the the Spirit of the Lord is there is freedom. And we just thank you. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And whoever the Son sets free is free indeed. We just thank you, Lord God, that you put us here on this earth in this time and season, Lord God, to overcome. And I thank you that all of creation is waiting for the sons of God to be revealed. All of creation in Jesus' name. Everybody said? Amen. Amen. Yeah. So... um. Yeah, so we've been, we're, we've, 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 I'd like to say we've been through a historic period, but I don't think we're quite through. I think, I think through, okay. So, and, and, and I, I um, the other day, um, I've, look, a number of people have been fasting, myself included, and there are a lot of benefits. So, and, and so I want to continue those benefits. So in cu- coming weeks, you're going to see a lot less of me anyway. So, um and so, but there's something about because the, the spirit of man is a candle of the Lord, and the, when I, I, I think that again, um, with fasting, it's not to move the hand of God or for, it's not a, it's not a trading floor or you know enterprise bargaining with the heavenly dimensions. It's actually what happens is it makes you it gets your, your soul, our soul, if unredeemed, it actually can get in the way, get in the way, and I want what I want, and then nothing worse than. Ministry having the "I want what I want" flavor all the way through it, and then we think that God create is it is it uh, God exists for us, and that's not the way it is. So something about fasting, and then what's happened is that um, just to have, be having a lot of really really awesome encounters, and, and and today is is one of those those encounters. But I feel that 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 the things we talk about this morning are not semantics, but we have to be very very very, very aware of the power of focus and what we ask God for. We really do. And sometimes I think we ask God for things we don't understand. So this morning, I wanna, I wanna clear this up. In fact, this will, this will be going up to the peninsula this afternoon as well. I just feel it's across the board. So yeah, the, the need for review and also reformation. Um, let's just, I could say a long, long time ago we're in the beginning, I won't say that, I'll just say two statements, um, two weeks to flatten the curve, and the computer modeling says. And when people were new, a computer said that? Oh, and then you realize the computer is only as good as the data that's put into it. So, um, and then what's happened is that we've seen such a change, especially in the developed world, the Western world, uh, for those who weren't aware that recently, um, and again, I, again, ch- having a chat before the service, there is the two areas of the of the body of Christ that have really come to the fore. These last couple of years would be the soul winners and the evangelists, and the prayer movement. And what you have is is that re- recently, in the in, before the EU, someone they were uh, asking the Pfizer representative the questions, and basically Pfizer admitted that they had in their trials they had not tested for transmissibility now let me just let me just oh, we're going to camp on that for a second because you go so basically they didn't know if it prevented transmission so you go okay what <laughs> we're still a calf staring in your gate that was the basis of all the mandates and lockdowns the whole world shut down on a lie on a lie and it came from the mouth of the cdc uh, came through all government gates. That is a, a scandal of historic proportions. Can someone say amen? amen? And we can't just go, oh, well, you know, glad we're here still. It's like, this is in, insane. Because if wisdom is about justice, judgment, and equity, this is, this is because if, the, the, now what's happened is that also too, yes, a study that that uh, <coughs> just come to the fore, um, the, the Australian reported that this review was exhaustive, so they were very tired at the end. Um, uh, They consulted 200 people in the health industry, public servants, epidemiologists, unions, community groups, businesses and economists, um, receiving more than 160 submissions and comprising 3,000 hours of research policy and data. And this has just emerged basically that the border closures, closing down schools, the lockdowns, the distancing, did not work in fact it has completely decimated our society this is huge now we've got to be delivered from being passive this is this is a such a scandal because what we have we have more lies coming down the pipeline and so I believe the people praying has actually shone light on this this, this is so what happens is that the enemy well, not the enemy well okay next thing the media very close. Um, basically is they want to shroud that with information so it's just another sound bite a little bit of clickbait, and let's just move on is that the world shut down over a lie and that's massive and i'll tell you what it's like you know i'm not responsible necessarily to for uh, uh, every soul on the planet per se not responsible for responsible to, but but for the church the church goes this is a gross injustice and unless we actually make a decision in the spirit, these lies will continue to decimate society. I can't, measure, I can't measure my success by the fact I'm still standing here and doing okay. Is It's affected millions and billions of people, especially young people. The next generations, the uncertainty, and that's the injustice. The church doesn't exist as an entity unto itself. The church's primary function is for its non-members. We're either salt, or we're light, or we're good for no thing. We're either salt, or we're light, and we're light, or we're good for nothing. And so, so it, with this review, uh, it's a historic failure and scandal. And for the body of Christ, it's been somewhat of a crucible and a litmus test. So, so basically, then you have a thing that we've never had before called sudden adult death syndrome. Okay? So, uh, and then you have your myocarditis and pericarditis, and then you have the bearing of data and the spinning of data. So now if you do gardening, you could drop dead of a heart attack because now gardening is deemed dangerous. That's the level. Now this is is a very sick, evil reality. And so this is what's taken place. And, And again, I'll be quite thorough with all of this. And so it's interesting because in October, and I actually watched this, and I'm watching this in 2019 in October, and I'm going, you know, it's sort of like, I, 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 I smell something bad, <laughs> okay? <laughs> bit like when you go down to the end of the hall. Um, and so, something's not quite right. So it was, it's called Event 201, and it was the John Hopkins Center, Medical Center. What it was, it had a lot of the brains trust, you, you, you know, obviously you had your usual, World Economic Forum Flunkies And uh, government representatives Bill Gates I think the Gates Foundation uh, uh, um, Bankrolled it But what they did Is they simulated A COVID outbreak And they simulated The appropriate response Now you can, I think you can still watch it uh, Why would you? Um, you know I'd rather watch The Creature uh, From the Black Lagoon Or the old King Kong movie With Italian subtitles You know what I'm saying? Like, like why would you want to? And so <laughs> Really I'd rather, you know, uh, 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 do a day of work experience with a proctologist, honestly So it's true, lies, lies, lies and fear, absolute fear So then we had reports coming out of China that all of our false prophet networks ran with With people falling in the street, convulsing, and people started to buy into the fear If you can make people afraid, you can act as their saviour And so we started seeing people collapsing the streets and the whole world shut down. Isn't it interesting that the event 201 simulated the possibilities of something happening and then the answers and then the whole world just sort of went, yes, these are the, don't please, predictive programming is very, very real and what happened and it's not just the power of suggestion, it's very, very, the world shut down and so it's important to note both the problem and the appropriate or desired response was communicated. Guess what's happening? This is happening now, on another level. So before you go, Ventura, one, ha, oh, within months. So what's been communicated now? Um, you'll own nothing and be happy. Some people will own everything. Okay. Again, this like, I, I've, I've lived a good, full life. I'm still young, right? But I think about the next generations. I think about the next generations, I think about the the generations now that have to swallow the garbage of some of this radical gender ideology, garbage, right? And it's like like, infanticide, child abuse all over the place. And it's sort of like, if we can't get fired up for now on our watch, what's, what's it gonna take? Because wisdom is about justice, judgment and equity. And so then you've got your central bank digital currency and there, there are there, the, the the last government who actually did spent over, well, I, mean, I think, a few million dollars preparing uh, such sort of legislation. The problem with that, it is pretty much a forerunner for a social credit system. They're communicating this, friends. The system has been collapsed through through quantitative easing, hyperinflation, and it's been communicated. This is not sort of got, if anyone's like, oh, I didn't see this coming. You actually have to be deaf, dumb, and blind. And so this declared climate emergency being the, the backdrop of the justification for legislation that will control every aspect of the human existence. So it happened with John Hopkins, event 201, 2019, and now this is what we actually have. So this is a very, very, very interesting place. So what we have is that we've, it, rather than this is not, this is a review, this is not a bellyache, okay? This is not a ache. and Lord, please anoint my belly ache. Could you please rub some oil on my belly, Lord? It's not that. We actually have to be, because I, I, I just think, I think there's, there's too much preaching that's a soft shoe sh- shuffle, right? You, you've got to call a spade a spade, not an agricultural utensil. To the point where it's sort of like, oh, we don't want to upset people. Sometimes we have to upset people. Because because, keep, because because when it says, fix your eyes upon Jesus, the author and perfecter of a faith, is not, does, does not necessarily mean keep calm and carry on. Because the status quo could be completely inadequate and earthbound. So this is why we need, we, need, we need correction when we need correction. So what's the solution? Let's do Zechariah. Let's do Zechariah. This is always the solution, friends. Zechariah, this is always the solution. They were in an impossible, or close to an impossible situation. You got that scripture there? Don't have Zechariah 4, 6. Well, let me just read that out for you. So he, so he answered and said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you should become a plain. And he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. So what does this actually look like? Now, always, always the answer and the solution comes from God, every single time. So it's very easy. I have no problem with freedom rallies, Going on the steps of parliament petitions i don 't have any problem i don't have obviously i don 't have any problem with political involvement, but unless it involves invoking from the throne the spirit of God, it will not amount to a hill of beans. It always has to be it always has to be the spirit of the Lord and the angel the angelic armies of heaven where what happens is that this is important. Deliverance only comes from the Lord It doesn't come with a multitude of horses and armies Okay, always That being said I feel that the church So you'd go Okay So we're in a natural pickle As they said in Oh brother, we're out there We're in a tight fix Okay And so so you go Okay So we need this. We're in a natural problem So we need a supernatural solution Well the, that is the truth, truth Okay That's God's truth. And so so we need a supernatural solution. But I'm afraid that much of the church has a one dimensional perspective of the supernatural. That's what we wanna talk about this morning. Because we need reformation in our perception of the realm of the spirit. The realm of the spirit doesn't need reformation. Okay, It's, it's good, it's doing great. The spirit of God is in great shape. Okay, he's pretty switched on. He's ahead of the curve. All right. It's the church that needs reformation to actually understand what's at its disposal. So what we do is that we tend to go, okay, so the the, the pathway in to the supernatural is the prophetic. So this is where we're talking reformation here. Now, before I go any further, is that we need the prophetic. We need the prophetic. I wanna receive a prophet's reward. So I have to receive a prophet. I want the prophet's reward. When people get words and stuff and they don't read them, they don't get the prophet's reward. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Prophecy is a spirit, okay? You could be in a meeting, and I'd never do this, God forbid, I don't wanna be like Ananias and Sapphira. You could be in a meeting, look up someone's Facebook details, and say, wow, you ride a red bike. Ooh, that's amazing. No spirit of prophecy. There's no spirit, it's carnal. Spirit of prophecy has an anointing that destroys the yoke. And it breaks it, 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 it breaks oppression, etc. So that, so so prophecy is a spirit. And so it says, desire spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. And so we see again and again that one third of the logos is is is, is prophecy. One third. And it says, do not despise prophecy, but test all things. Let's just say you've had a few words that you weighed and they were wrong, okay? We've all seen the, we've all seen the, the Jack Black meme where he's sort of like going, and it's and so it says, when someone gives you a word that makes no sense at all. We've all had those. But it's important that it says, it says do not despise prophecy, test all things. Let's just say you've had bad experiences. Don't let your bad experiences shut you off from a future blessing. We need the prophetic. However, I do believe, I do believe that um, we've become too one-dimensional and we need reformation. Can someone say amen? Okay, so about three or four years ago, I had to go back to the source and the fact check it. Um, And so I I don't mind crisis. I sort of like, ooh, I'm awake, I'm alive, hello. My wife is not into it. So we're an odd couple like that, okay? And so one day she, uh, she, she woke up and had a, she said, I had this pretty full-on dream and I can remember parts of it. And the dream was this, and I've shared this before. She saw bodies everywhere. Well, she, saw, she saw bodies everywhere. And she saw these igloo things that had medical crosses on them. They were like igloos, she said and she heard the word failed intel failed intel and then when into 2020 when they set up the vaccination center in the Parklands, she went oh that's what i saw in the dream so she would have had that probably one or two years before that happened but it was failed intel why did much of the body of christ have failed intel do you think it's healthy to ask these questions i think so now you guys are Come here, you know, we had the old Noah visitation, that's fine, but we're, we're just gonna put that to one side. We're talking, we're talking reformation here, okay? And so I think that what happened, it feels like the bandwidth of what came down the pipeline was way greater than the bandwidth of what the prophetic stream was carrying. Is that a fair call? Because people are obsessed with just being encouraged rather than speaking the whole counsel of God. What if you're in absolute error and rebellion? Now, I do understand it says the goodness of God leads us to repentance. But it also says if you don't take correction or discipline, you're illegitimate. And there's a place for that. So you've got over here, you just got over here just encouraging stuff, and then you got over here, and people, I was on the phone to a mate from America, Jim Drown, and he calls it selling the dove. Selling the dove, all right? Too many people trying to sell the dove, <laughs> People over here not wanting to offend or hurt people because it's, you know, it's just, just encouraging. But then you get people over here complete doomsdaying and freaking people out, giving them nightmares and selling a heap of books. Because they're selling the dove. Now this is, we got to call it as it is. <laughs> selling the dove. <laughs> anyway. And so we have to have a look at what... <clears throat> God says about the prophetic So let's just go Let's do Corinthians We start with Corinthians If we could please But he who prophesies Speaks edification And exhortation And comfort to men So then you have people That becomes the bandwidth But this is really really important Really important that We have an Old Testament And a New Testament Within the Old Testament Is the Old Covenant and right now we're in the eternal covenant, which is the new covenant. But we get people, they just get rid of the old, the whole Old Testament. You don't get rid of Genesis. You don't get rid of God appearing to people. You don't get rid of Isaiah, right? We got incredible, you know, the, 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 just making it very, very clear, the New Testament was written specifically to a Jewish audience with the assumption that there was Old Testament knowledge. So you're going, oh wow, this is really opening doors for me in my inner world. So we can get rid of the old covenant because it's actually been done away with under Moses. But we've got incredible, so over here, we we actually need to refer a case in point. So right now, you have whole movements going, we will shut down everything and comply on every level of every mandate because Romans 13 says that's what we must do. But then it actually says in Isaiah, woe to them who decree unrighteous decrees. In other words, woe to them who create unjust laws. Did you know in Nazi Germany, it was law to actually give up all Jews to the Nazi authorities? That was legal. Oh, well, we must do Romans 13. How dumb can you get and still breathe? We need to actually, we need the whole counsel of God. You know, uh, it's, it's legal to take a baby's life full term in nearly every state in Australia. I think every state in Australia. That's legal. So you actually have unjust laws. And it's, a, it's an absolute accusation and a travesty when the government decides that brothels, bottle shops, uh, medical marijuana, obviously in the case of California and other places like that Are essential services, but church is not That's an indictment on the church Something's missing Okay, So so we, so we, we go, okay, so prophecy is for uh, uh, um, uh, you know, edification, exhortation, encouragement And so that's the end of the story But we actually need the whole counsel of God what if someone is in absolute rebellion? What if people are in complete error? It's like, just keep going in the name of the Lord, you know? You know, sort of like, and how did that make you feel? Oh, I didn't like it. You know, we we, we got to be careful we don't heap up prophecies to itch our ears, just like teachers. So let's put up, well, let's, let's just say a little bit more of a holistic approach to the prophetic in Jeremiah. <laughs> See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and pull down. That's not very encouraging. (laughs) To destroy and throw down, not very edifying. So God can build and plant. You always have to come up with a solution. It's not a doomsdaying sort of like, you know. So what we have is the, the bandwidth we've shrunken down to be inadequate to deal with the bandwidth of what's manifesting. And we need reformation in Jesus' name. Can someone say amen? It's, 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 it's a, bit of a, bit, a bit of a captain obvious. But I have to say it. Because it's connected to where we're going. So even though we're a very prophetic company here. I think the prophetic, again, you can't, it's stupid to go after the prophetic because the 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 testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. You can't go after the, the testimony of Jesus. It's when generationally the church has decided to filter God's words for him. When someone gets a warning or an instruction dream, going, oh, this might offend people, you start becoming God's editor. And if you continue down that path, you could get given over to a lying spirit. You know, I probably, apart from things that are discretionary, I get stuff from the Lord and I just say it. And it's like, I'm done, he's the boss. People don't like me, it's his problem. I'm free, I'm free. I don't don't get, do you agree with me? Do you agree with me? Do you agree with me? I sort of want you to, but I sort of don't care because I'm free, I'm released. Now, when you start going, oh, if I say this word, it might marginalize me, you've become God's editor. If you're a prophet and you're doing that, you're watching this, please repent, because it's better that you repent and come into a place of correction, than you keep get given over to you being chief editor of your prophetic times, and eventually move into a lying spirit and a trading floor. This is a really, really big deal because the bandwidth of the prophetic hasn't been adequate to meet this is a really, really important thing what we're talking about this morning. I look, I look at, you're welcome. I tell you, I, look, seriously, is that when I look at George Orwell's 1984, written 60 years ago, whatever, with Big Brother, Double Speak, Group, Group Think, Thought Police, all that sort of stuff, and that has more, more efficacy than generic, Subcultural languaged up word origami, okay? And I go, what the heck is it? You're seeing this stuff take place not because it's not because 1984 is prophetic. It taps into a realm, a realm of algorithmic knowledge of history that's happened before, and, and and the prophetic needs to come back into alignment to original design and being God's mouthpiece and not God's editor. Who's who, who, who's in agreement? Come on. It's better to offend people than offend him, you know? So that being said, I don't think that primarily, I think in, in different parts of the world in regards to church attendance, it's gone through the floor, okay? And so, and, and see, so, oh, well, you know, they were just pruning the truth. I mean, it's, it's caused people to stumble. Like it's a problem, you go, oh, well, you know, they went really with the Lord Well that's great Unless that's one of your kids Or your mum or your dad Or your neighbour And so we can't, we can't The lens of success Can't be our personal life We actually have to see How is it affecting society And so, and so But I don't believe That it's primarily A prophetic issue I think the prophetic needs Macro reformation I really do Um, But I believe more to the issue is what we've got. This is the. We've been skipping on the mountaintops, and the Lord goes, Now drill down. And this is where we're drilling down. I believe the issue that the church has, because we've mischaracterized it, is this. If we could just put up this next scripture, Proverbs, please. It says, Wisdom is the principal thing, the first, the chief, the most important. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And all of you are getting, get understanding. So, what happens is a lot of prophetic conferences, and I'm saying stop, I'm not saying to stop going, doing prophetic intensives and conferences. I'm not saying that because we need the prophetic. However, within context, the prophetic is not a panacea, it's not a cure all. (coughs) Whereas, wisdom is way more of a cure all. Because wisdom, when you lay a hold of it, it is a tree of life. Wisdom will affect your favor your promotion, your deliverance, your preservation, your finances, your longevity of life, and the fulfillment of your destiny. Wisdom will be do that. So in a way, the prophetic is a pathway, and wisdom is a destination. This is what we have to start to see because in our grid over years and years and years, we've majored on the prophetic, and don't get me wrong, we're not gonna become less prophetic because we're going to major on wisdom, it says add to, add to, add to, add to, add to. So don't think that we're going to do an overcorrection and become completely dry and boring. Otherwise, I'm quitting. Okay? But I think that we we think wisdom is more information and, and instructional, yes, I'll do this, this, and this. And it's just, it's absolutely not. But we need to, in context, see where we need to go as a church. And this, God says wisdom is the principal thing. I don't. He says it's the principal thing, okay? Now, what I'm gonna show you now, there's three things that you need to know that are temporary. One of them is faith. When you are before the throne, you're not gonna need faith, in case you were wondering, okay? You won't need faith. And then you won't need the prophetic when you're before the throne. You won't need it. The third thing is you will not need the ascension gifts because you'll be until... You'll be in the until phase. You'll be over on the right side of the until if you read from left to right. So, so the, the ascension gifts are temporary for this life, to, uh, this, this physical lifespan. When you're in the glory, you've, so 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 it says love remains, but wisdom is one of those things; it's eternal. So, so you need faith because the just live by faith. But when you see Jesus face to face, you're not seeing him faith to faith. and Thakatash. Okay. Lord, I'm seeing you faith to faith. <laughs> he said, close, face to face. <laughs> so let's do the first one. It's, this is in Corinthians. It's juxtaposing the permanent and the eternal with the temporal. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will fail. Now, here's the deal. If you've got burning on the inside of you a desire to prophesy. Prophesy. Don't let the possibility of failure stop you from prophesying. And, 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 and I know when when Daryl gives words in that, and that I've heard him say, "Look, if this doesn't witness to you, just flush it." You know, he's very gentle with his own words. Just flush it, okay? And so we have to test all things, but don't let failure of prophecy cause people to not prophesy. We need to prophesy. Eagerly desire the spiritual gifts, especially that you would prophesy. So love never fails, but where whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Where there is knowledge, it will vanish away. It's so Another bit of that? No, that's it? Okay. Yep. And so what we have here is that prophecies can fail. Right? But love never fails. So it's, it's juxtaposing what's eternal and permanent with what's temporal. You're not going to be prophesying in eternity. Can someone say amen? You won't need to because you just, you're looking, you know, the Spirit of Testimony of Jesus, you know, sort of like, sort of like, You're looking at him, he's talking to you. Hang on, Lord, just a minute, someone's prophesying about you. (coughs) So let's look at the next one. Luke 22. Oh, there we go, there was a little bit more. We know in part, we prophesy in part, okay. Luke 22, the Lord was praying for, for Simon Peter. He said, Simon, Simon, indeed Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. but I've prayed for you that your faith should not fail, and when you have returned to me, strengthen your brothers. So faith can fail, it's okay. You go, oh, I'm never trying faith, how stupid, right? <laughs> it's like, like prophecies can fail, right? Keep stepping out, when you get an unction, step out. Prophecy it does edify, but it's more than one dimension. And it actually says here, it says that faith can fail, but the just shall live by faith and it's impo- without faith it's impossible to please God. But faith is for this lifetime because we get to connect with God on a heart level without having to see. And then we'll see and then the heart and the vision will connect, okay? So let's, let's do this one. Uh, Ephesians 4. And he, that is Jesus, he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So uh, here we go, until, can everyone say until? Until we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. The, the ascension gifts are needed until the until. Whether you're an apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist, were you going to, what will you do? That should never be your identity. You should glory the fact you're a son of God. You're in family. You're a mature son. So you've got faith, prophecy, and even the ascension gifts are for this age, and we need them. We're not gonna throw the baby out with the bathwater, but we need to lay a hold. Remember, uh, uh, um, we, we, the prophetic is not a, it's not a panacea. a It is a pathway. It is a pathway. Because when we just go, because what we have, there's a culture of people always seeking prophetic words. And I'll be honest, the prophetic words that are given, I'm not seeing a proportionate level of transformation. So we have to be, now, you go, gosh, he's been a bit like, no, 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 because it says test all things. And it says weigh and test prophecy. We can, we can, we can do that. So, you know, someone is a fivefold prophet, you know, if you're, gonna, if you're called to be a fivefold prophet. Dead man walking. You cannot care what people think. That should not make you rude, loud and obnoxious and ostentatious, okay? You shouldn't. But you've got to give a word. I've got to give the word. Ender. <laughs> now, noisy gong, clanging cymbal. All right. Okay. Here we go. Constable Daryl going out. Okay, so, all right, all right. What's going on here then? <laughs> okay, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> so we have. What happens is that is that is he? What happens if someone who's incredibly unwise or ignorant or foolish or lazy and they get a prophetic word. They can't land the prophetic word and they get word after word after word and the prophetic doesn't work. We need to see the prophetic in context. Prophecy is not the principal thing. Prophecy, we just go, the prophetic's the answer. No, the prophetic is a pathway and we're gonna show what, what God says about it but what you have is that wisdom is a destination. What's going on? Okay, does anyone own a car, white car, Havel on the back? H A V E L. License plate 115, parked across the road. Can you move it immediately, please? That would be awesome. Thanks so much. Okay, promotion. Sergeant Darrell, can you go out there and make sure it happens? Thank you, sir. See? Wisdom promotes. Okay. <laughs> okay, alright, sir. So. Just nosy. Alright. <laughs> Okay, get the taser ready. All right, so, all right, here we go. (laughs) Why am I delighting so much in this? All right, Lord, change my heart, oh God. You are the potter, I am the clay. All right, now, so we have... We have the, the, the what's temporal and what's eternal. Prophecy is not a cure all; it's a pathway. One of the strengths of this local this this local body is that we know how to lay a hold of accurate prophetic words. I'm sure there are accurate prophetic words have been, have been all around the world for years and years, but not many people know how to land them. They just wait for them. Word hasn't come to pass yet, and it's like, but because there's no wisdom, and so so so. When we go the prophetic, you go, wow, you go, Elijah, Elisha, Book of Revelation, yeah, like this. And then this happened, you got Paul Kane and William Branham and John Paul Jackson. And then you got, you know, <laughs> like this. And you go, exciting. And then we go, yeah, and there's wisdom. Oh, yeah, no, no, we need that, yeah. Yeah, we need wisdom. Mm-hmm. Thank you, brother. Mm-hmm. But the prophetic, come on, yeah. Whoa. Come on, wow. And the, yes, I know, I need to pray for wisdom. Mm-hmm. So we think wisdom is calm your farm. We think wisdom is just instructional. Wisdom is just like read the book, read the book of Proverbs, and just do it. You know, like this. It's it's not wisdom is spirit. Wisdom is spirit. Wisdom is. It's it's actually more of a panacea than than prophecy. Let's do Proverbs three sixteen. It says, "Length of days is in her right hand." In her, people go, you know, God, I want to live wisdom. I need financial breakthrough. In her left hand, riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness and all her paths of peace are shalom. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her and happy are all who retain her. The Lord by wisdom, we're talking like, you get to hang out with wisdom. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth by, the, by understanding he established the heavens. This is like Huge. So this is not just a little bit of information, it's not just sort of like it, 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 remember the testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy. And so, yes, study and meditate on Proverbs and, 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 and such, but wisdom is a spirit. And wisdom and, and, and wisdom is actually destination. This is what's so cool about it. Wisdom is a destination. So when we just keep going, I need a prophecy, I need a word, I need a prophetic encounter, I need a prophet. all those prophetic encounters are signposts to get people to correct, to change, to be edified, to be inspired. But then we engage process. And wisdom, you can abide with wisdom. You can fellowship with wisdom. It's, it's, it's so much more of a whole picture. But it's not, we're not downplaying the prophetic. We need to see it in its role. Did you know the whole point of prophecy is its fulfillment? So when people have prophecy after prophecy after prophecy and none of them come to pass, what was the point? So this is why wisdom is the principal thing. So wisdom is a spirit. Let's do Job. That scary book. Job said, just as, uh, uh, just as I was in the days of my prime when the friendly counsel of God was over my tent. Job would get up in the morning and the spirit of counsel would be over Job's tent. So we would go like this, we would go, oh yeah, he was having a prophetic encounter. Well, yeah, but it was a spirit of counsel. See, I think... I think we've rottenly identified a lot of things. I think everything's a prophetic encounter or prophetic unction, but I think we would be shocked at how much counsel and wisdom and knowledge and understanding is speaking constantly, especially for all the creatives, okay? This is where we have to make the adjustment because we need to see reformation. Because the bandwidth, what we've seen, is inadequate to deal with what's manifesting. We have to call it, we have to do an honest review Where it starts in God's house, so so what you have is you have Job. He's had counsel waiting for him. This is incredible. I want you get excited about engaging the spirit of counsel. You know, and it's not just sort of like it's 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 really really amazing. So so for quite some time, I've been engaging the spirit of wisdom. And you go, yeah yeah yeah, but I like to pray to I I. Yeah, that's good, Todd, but you know, I pray to the Father in Jesus' name. Well, great, keep it up. All right? But we're too one dimensional. It says, The grace of God, the love of, grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all, right at the end of Second Corinthians. So we actually need to abide and dwell. There's a time to go before the throne, and it's a time to abide. So when you're communing with wisdom, you're communing with God Himself. When you hang out with wisdom, when you cry out for wisdom, you're crying out to God. Let's put, let's, let's see what God says about it in Isaiah 11. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon Jesus. The spirit of wisdom and, this is the menorah. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel. This is actually God. The sevenfold spirit that you read about in Revelation chapter 1 verses 4 and Revelation 5 verse 6. Oh, but that's the Old Testament. Again, you, let's, let's go back, let's go back, let's go back to that, sorry. i got a bit excited. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding. When you commune with wisdom, you're communing with the Lord. God the Father, God the Son are in heaven. Remember, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. There's not three gods. But on the earth is this Holy Spirit. You want answers, you want to tap into genius. You've got all these things coming down the pipeline. And God goes, ah, easy, I've got a solution for everything. Are you ready to hear it? Are you ready for a spirit of counsel? Are you gonna get caught up in panic and fear and disassociation? Or are you gonna engage wisdom and counsel because actually God actually has stored up for everyone, naming the name of Christ, sound wisdom, knowledge and understanding for every problem. You know, we need to know this. Keep that up there, keep that up there. Because the spirit of wisdom is God. It's the spirit of the Lord. Spirit of wisdom. You go, whoa, I had problems with the Trinity. You're saying there's seven of them? I'm not saying that, he's saying that. We're too one-dimensional. We need to like cross the Jordan and then go, wow, this is better than I thought. How's it, you're going back on the other side of the Jordan and go, what's it like? It's better than I thought. Can you explain it? Not really. (laughs) Feels great though, my life's being transformed. Can you give us any more? Just think threes and sevens. That doesn't say much. Come over. That's what it is. And you start to commune with the spirit of wisdom because wisdom is crying out for you. Calling out to you. Desiring you. And so we have this, this, whole, this whole realm that, that, that the spirit of God, I can feel just the atmosphere change in the room because you have to want to desire her. Desire wisdom. Well, you, you think that, the, you know, God didn't give Moses their heads up at the Red Sea. You know, that's, that's, that's a pressured moment. That's a pressured moment. Not only is there like you Egyptians, right? Okay. And then you've got millions whinging. Okay, you've got Red Sea here. You know, like God's going, I've already, I had this pre-planned, Moses. I've got my knowledge and wisdom and counsel. I'll deliver and... Careful with my lips here. Yeah, I got wisdom. Wisdom is a spirit, it's the spirit of God. And wisdom wants to speak in every single situation in your life. There is no problem in your life that wisdom cannot speak into and transform. Wisdom loves you, is crying out for you. It's crying out, please seek me, lay a hold of me more than gold and rubies and and and, and natural wealth and you'll get enduring riches. And so this is where I believe there needs to be reformation. So Proverbs 9 verses one to six. Oh, we're gonna have a bedtime story. All right, um, Proverbs 9, one, six. Wisdom builds, wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out <coughs> her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her meat, yay. She's collected crickets now. She has mixed her wine. She has also furnished her table. She has sent out her maidens. Here's what wisdom is doing. Wisdom's got everything ready and she's crying out from the highest places of the city. Wisdom's crying out. Yep. Next one. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for he who lacks understanding, she says to him. Come, eat of my bread and drink of the wine I have mixed. Forsake foolishness and live and go in the way of understanding. So when we in a minute are going to call upon the spirit of wisdom, wisdom's already going, Yes, I've been asking for you. That's agreement, friends. That's agreement. We 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 this is what heaven is saying. This is the principal thing. Now let me just go on record as saying this, God is love. God is love, love never fails, so that's who God is. And He's patient, he's, love, he's full of love and kindness. But wisdom is what does love look like? Otherwise we're just gonna weep over everything and hug everyone and that's not gonna change the world. It's a good start, you know? But we actually need wisdom, there's a time for this and a time for that, a season to, to weep, a season to, to laugh season to uproot a season to plant we need wisdom we need discernment and so what you have is that Solomon asked for wisdom and he got everything he asked for wisdom and discernment so he could judge that's why God's so pleased about people wanting wisdom you get everything you can ask for wisdom you get everything <coughs> you could paraphrase uh, 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 Matthew 6.33 seek first, seek first God's wisdom and all these things will be added to you Enduring wealth, enduring riches, blessing, honor, long life. You know, um, I've known Adam Thompson, Adam, for, gosh, a long time. We went to Bible college together. And then we just sort of lost touch. And um, then he started crying out to the Lord. He was sort of like, you know, the tank was pretty dry. And he just started crying out to the Lord. This is, this is, I, want you, I want you to catch the power of the spirit of wisdom. And he, was, he saw something where there was, a, on news, there was a very famous minister that had another moral failure. So the, the, uh, the media were all over it, you know, like this, and covering the backs of all the politicians. Anyway, so basically, Adam was very discouraged, and he just, he, I think he fell asleep at the lounge watching the telly or something. I can't remember what the story was completely. But basically, <clears throat> the presence of the Lord came in the room where Adam was terrified and he heard the Lord say, ask, what, what do you want? Because I think Adam was crying out to the Lord before he fell asleep, okay? And i like, and I think he opened the word and I think it's, it was a passage of Solomon, he asked for wisdom, Adam asked, asked for wisdom. And then it's really funny, like, because then he, that encounter was really vivid, one of the like, life-changing encounters. And then he goes into work the next day and you know, he had an ad agency and he's like telling people what to do and he's, I got wisdom and like this and everything just went terrible to see wrong decisions, lost money. This is from his own mouth. I got wisdom, yeah, 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 oh, hang on. What happened is God gave him wisdom to understand dreams and visions. And it took a while for that to percolate from in here. And, 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 and the divinity code, Adam and Adrian, um, but, but in this case, we're talking Adam, is that he asked for wisdom and then God gave him an ability to understand heaven's language. This is a big deal. Wisdom is the principal thing, okay? We need the prophetic, but the prophetic leads us into wisdom. Because you can prophesy over a fool and you're almost casting your pulse, And like, got a good word now, yep, yep, yep. And they do the opposite of what the word says to, to lay a hold of. So then you've got, so you've got that. Um, <coughs> for a number of years now, my wife would just be sitting there with the book of Proverbs and communing with the spirit of wisdom. Years. What happens is that all of a sudden the Lord starts to speak and stuff. And, and you know, we have a normal, I didn't, well, this is my, these are my wife's words. You know, I hear from God and we have a pretty hectic home life. And what happens, you go, well, oh, that's nice. Information, nice. Things. No, 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 no. A few years ago, we had four interns. Now we have over we have 60, and they've, they've literally sacrificially flown in from different parts of Australia to give up a big chunk of their week because they're coming for wisdom. That's, this is real. You go, people travel from all over the world to listen to the words of Solomon. Was he prophesying? Yeah, I don't know. Sure, it was prophetic. But they came to hear wisdom. It well, not cute little sayings, you know, footprints in the sand, sort of like, mm, that's nice, you know. Now that I've just used up my annual leave for six weeks on a camel, right? We're talking stuff from heaven. Stuff that delivers, breaks off demons, opens dimensions and doors is the realm of wisdom. Favor. And I know for myself, there's no major decision. I've had have a lot of prophetic encounters, but I have a lot of encounters where there's wisdom is front and center, spirit of counsel. I can't, I can't. A lot, 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 lot of these things, you, you, at the time you go, okay, this is a signpost, but then it happens, you go, oh, I recognize this. I know the decision I have to make. It, 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 all the stuff with Munta, I was having dreams, constant dreams of going north on a coastal area and God was moving, and I'm like, going, cool, you know, and then when it happened, I went, oh my gosh, this stuff with munter in the surrounding areas, it's wisdom, this is cool, so if you lay a hold of wisdom, and abide with wisdom, you absolutely get everything, so this is what we're gonna do, this is important, I'll go through two more scriptures, and then we're, going to, we're gonna talk to wisdom, now, we did this a few weeks ago, and I got a lot of feedback, but you know what, this is important, Especially if you struggle with a little bit of a tiny bit of an orphan fractal. Just if some of you, just if five of you here, a tiny bit of orphan, just a little bit, get discouraged easily and offended, just a tiny bit. I know there's not many, Maybe, maybe none in this room, but just a bit. And what happens, you go, before you even pray, meditate that wisdom is calling your name. She wants you. She loves you. She desires for you. And she's already built a house with seven pillars for you. For you. This is the difference between, I did a breakthrough and laying a hold of wisdom. Wisdom is your breakthrough. Wisdom is your promotion. Wisdom is your repositioning. There, I've used up the whole prophetic vernacular there. Did I use the word breakthrough? I did, okay. <laughs> so she's everything you want. But it's not sort of like, now if, you don't, if you're not feeling the love here, that's fine. You still do it in faith. But when you start going, oh, I need wisdom. All of a sudden you see coming into your destiny. And you, the, 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 the supernatural in your life is rich, it's dense, it's got substance, it's got kabod, it's got weight. But it's wisdom. It's got wisdom. Okay? Let's put this scripture up. Okay, all right, okay, uh, this one, all right, so hang on, Proverbs 13. Here we go. You do, you don't, you do, you don't, no? Okay, Proverbs 13, it says, "'Much food is in the untilled ground of the poor, "'and for lack of justice there is waste.'" Proverbs thirteen twenty three. "'Much food is in the fallow or untilled ground.'" Did you know that everything you need is inside of you? And when we don't understand that, we've got to call forward that wisdom because Christ in you, the hope of glory. And actually says, as I said on that diagram, is that Jesus is now our wisdom. But, we, but but when you don't call forth wisdom, you actually, there'll be waste in your life. You have everything you need. You're in Christ, okay? The last one, do, do I have James one five? Is that on the list? Sweet. It says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all generously and without reproach. It's a lot like, Lord, you know I've been a scoundrel all week, but I really need wisdom. Okay. He said, without reproach. You know, can you imagine the God of the universe? All oh, right, eye roll. So he rolls his eyes, and, you know, 12 billion universes start rolling over like tumbleweeds, you know? So, okay. He says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask you of God who gives to all liberally without reproach, and it will be given to him. But it actually says, let him ask and not doubt. Can we put the pads on, please? Holy Ghost. You guys okay? Yes. This is actually a paradigm shift. I love the prophetic. We're an extremely prophetic church. We have prophets on staff. We need the prophetic. But what happens in prophetic is a pathway, and this is the testimony of Jesus' the spirit of prophecy. And we've got to start to change our inner orientation and I want you to start I want you to realize that wisdom is in the highest places in your life and in the gates calling you it's never too late God can turn everything around but he needs us to lay a hold of wisdom and when you think it's just you limit it to just reading the book of Proverbs and I don't mean just the book of Proverbs the book of Proverbs is is is, is eternal it's But it's not not only reading that and, and taking it as instructional. Wisdom is a spirit, wisdom and understanding, counsel and might, knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the whole lamp. We get the whole lamp. Jesus said, it is to your benefit I go away, otherwise I can't send to you the sevenfold spirit. He's exactly like me. He's like Joseph's coat of many colors, all the colors of the rainbow which has been utterly defiled. We actually have to lay a hold of wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. And I'll tell you what right now, it means not just praying a prayer, but starting to hang out with wisdom, spending time with wisdom, worshiping her. It says, it's, it, it says I will send the Holy Spirit. He will, and it's a, it's a, it's a masculine pronoun, but in, in wisdom, it's feminine. So, so God understood we'd have, people would be offended by that. So he balanced it out for all the woke people that need to get delivered of demons. God loves the woke. But if they don't repent, they'll go broke. And make everyone else go broke with them. It's true. It's true. Holy Ghost. All right. I'm just gonna just can we just just wait on the Lord for a minute, and then I'm gonna get you guys to stand in a minute. I don't feel to do this around communion. What we'll do is we'll get you to do communion after we've prayed. Holy Spirit, I thank you. You're here. I thank you that you're leading us. I thank you. We're in a season of reformation. I thank you for a season of reformation. I thank you. I thank you that wisdom leads us into justice, judgment, and equity. I thank you, it supports the widow and feeds the orphan. I thank you that widow, uh, widows, Widow, widow, widow. I thank you, Lord. We don't know. I thank you, Lord, that I thank you that you raise up kings and you bring them down, Lord God. I just thank you that you do not want a dark, woke agenda over this nation. You want wisdom over this nation. You want wisdom over this nation. Lord, I thank you Spirit of wisdom, we just welcome you here now. We welcome you here, Spirit of wisdom. We love you and we know by faith you desire us and we reciprocate Spirit of wisdom. We love the spirit of prophecy and we want more. But Lord, in Jesus' name, we thank you for wisdom. Can we stand please? Holy Ghost. Who's feeling hunger in their belly? Come on. All right, yeah, just put your hands out in front or lift them up, whatever you wanna do. I'll get you to repeat a prayer in a second. But this is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. Wisdom wisdom is a spirit. It's a spirit of God, spirit of counsel. You want counsel, you want understanding, you want a spirit of knowledge. You want the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord's coming, friends. The fear of the Lord delivers you from every other fear. If you're a prophet and you're watching this, you have fear of man, ask for the fear of the Lord. Ask for the fear of the Lord, not the fear of man. The fear of man brings a snare. Okay, everyone repeating after me. Spirit of wisdom, I thank you that you desire me. You long for me. Right now, I repent of all procrastination. Wrong thinking, fear, idolatry. Spirit of wisdom, I welcome you in my life. Spirit of wisdom, I want you to dwell with me. Spirit of wisdom, you bring transformation. Spirit of wisdom, you bring power, strength, might. Breaker anointing and complete change. Spirit of wisdom, I ask for creativity. Spirit of wisdom, show me true authority. I'm hungry for you. I want to dwell with you. I want to honor you. And I'll meditate on your genius, your instruction, your understanding. And your knowledge says you must believe you've received it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for heavenly wisdom, Lord. Thank you for heavenly wisdom. Wisdom, right now, we just thank you as a a local body here. We thank you for wisdom in government. We thank you, Lord God, for counsel in government. We thank you, Lord, that you are hovering over this nation. And right now, we thank you for your wisdom through us, to flow like light shining in a dark place. I thank you, Lord, for the prophetic promises of the great Southland of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for destiny. Thank you for harvest. Thank you for the billion-so harvest. Thank you, Lord God, for the hearts of the fathers, turning to the children and children of the fathers. I thank you for the spirit of Elijah. I thank you, Lord God, for the spirit of restoration. You'll restore the years the locusts have eaten. But Lord, especially we ask for wisdom and counsel over all levels of government in Jesus' name. Take your communion. Take your communion. So in the coming weeks, we're gonna engage this on a deeper level. But I'll tell you what right now, I've been having the best time. If you feel God speak to you to continue to stay in fasting mode, it's called turbo on a car. Fasting's very powerful. Jesus didn't say if you fast, he said when you fast. And so, so I'll tell you what right now is we're going to see the wisdom of God. You know, I'm, I, I'm about revival, but I heard, I heard this week the Lord say, revival is heaven's room temperature. So it's good to rejoice about room temperature. When we've got room temperature, we've got to do things. So you don't sit around talking about room temperature for three or four years and wonder why it dried up. It's when the room temperature's there, you involve yourself in government, community, soul winning, Creativity, solutions, inventions, witty inventions. Ha 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 ha! Here comes another one. Ha 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 ha! Here's another one. It says witty inventions, but it's through the Spirit of Wisdom. Lord, bless the communion to all the people who haven't had it yet. In Jesus' name. <laughs> all right, guys. God bless you. Please don't park over driveways. Don't don't upset the neighbors. And I'd just like Daryl to be in the services and not, on the, not as a, the hall monitor out in the streets. So please don't park up a driveway. Thank you. See you this afternoon and see you Tuesday night.